Hello and welcome to Keys to the Future. My name is Gabby Ko and I'm a senior systems engineer at one of the most successful engineering companies in the world. My journey to this point has not been without challenges, but I was fortunate to have the encouragement and mentoring of a very special person early on in my journey. This made all the difference to me, which is why I like to share some advice and tips on making education a priority and remaining focused on your journey to achieve your goals. Some people know exactly what they want to be when they grow up. For others, it takes a little longer, and others even longer still. In this podcast, I'd like to discuss some ideas for figuring out what your future career might be and starting a roadmap to get there, even if you're not sure where there is. First, start by getting to know yourself, your likes, dislikes, your skills, abilities, your personality, what motivates you and what challenges you. I highly recommend reaching out to your school counselor so that you can learn about the many online assessment tools that may be available and used at your school. The results of these assessments are not a dictation of what career fields you should follow, but serve as input to potential career fields that you may want to explore based on a variety of personal attributes or qualities. The insight these assessments provide is valuable as you may consider exploring areas that you had not thought of exploring before. Once you discuss the results with your counselor, parents, or a trusted mentor, take some time to do some research on your own on the top three to five career fields that answer the most important question. What field interests you? Research the required education level and training available, the demand for that career in the future, how much you can earn with a career in that field, the growth potential, personal attributes required, the potential perks and challenges one can face in that career field. Also, ask questions of your counselor, who can provide additional resources and even put you in touch with a professional in that field. Professionals in any field like to share their stories and talk about their profession to hopefully inspire others to join their career field. Some people know exactly what they will do when they grow up. Others do not know until the first couple of years in college, or even later. In my case, I was not exactly sure. First, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. The thought of helping others find justice interested me. Then I found out that standing in front of a crowd to argue a point was not exactly my thing, and that I enjoyed solving problems and applying concepts to solve them better. I had a talent for math and science, so I became an engineer. As I mentioned in another episode, the path to higher education can begin as early as middle school. During this time, your goal should be to do as well as possible in each of your classes. Go above and beyond what is required. Most importantly, start to discover what you like to do and pursue your passions. If math or science are your thing, take challenging courses that are at a higher level than your current grade. If you like to write, Take classes that will allow you to discover your talent beyond what is required for your class. Extracurricular activities are a good way to finding out what makes you excited beyond the classroom and give you opportunities for further exploration. High school is no different. Challenging classes and extracurricular activities will give you a well-rounded and competitive college and merit scholarship applications. If you don't know what career field you are interested in in high school, that is not a problem. Your focus should be doing well in your coursework and getting good grades in those challenging classes. 
getting involved in one or two school clubs, or maybe a sport or part-time job. All this will help you start forming your own story to tell on a college or a merit scholarship application. You should set up short and long-term goals. For example, in your freshman year, you may want to join a school club. By the second year, you may want to run for office for that club or get more involved in the club's activities. As coursework and how well you do are an important part of your high school career, taking challenging courses should be one of your goals, perhaps an honors level or advanced placement classes. For example, if math is your thing, you may want to take an honors level math class in your freshman year, then progress to advanced placement level math courses. Showing progression into more challenging classes is key to demonstrating maturity in the subject matter. Participating in sports is an excellent extracurricular activity which will help your resume while as also keeping you fit and feeling good about yourself. By working with your school counselor, parents, and mentors, you can define your roadmap to your goal of attending college. Each year, making choices that will help you demonstrate your commitment, maturity in a subject matter, and passion for a specific area so you can tell your story of motivation and resiliency. Making short-term goals is key to winning small victories and staying focused on your long-term goals. Establishing your goals is a big step towards the journey to making them happen, no matter what you encounter along the way. Self-improvement is also important to stay focused, but that is a topic for another podcast. I would like to introduce you to Grant Hoover, my friend and colleague. Grant is an electrical and computer engineer and a future technical leader. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you for having me. I'm going to start by asking you the, the obvious question. Did you know you wanted to be an engineer as you were growing up? Yes, uh, I definitely did. I didn't know for some time that I wanted to be an engineer specifically, but uh, I knew I wanted to do something where I could build and make things and invent things. Um, I was always good at math and, um, I loved building things even as a small kid. Um, my favorite toy was Legos and taking them apart and making my own thing out of it. Um, so from a very early age, I knew I was going to be somewhere in that realm. Uh, as I got to middle school and high school, uh, I started to discover that engineering was going to be the best of those disciplines. So what are some of the steps that you took to discover that engineering was going to be the best thing, best fit career field for you? Um, well, I think part of it was probably in school when your guidance counselors and teachers have you investigate different careers. Um, part of it was the urging or encouragement of my parents, um, both uh, went to college and no new engineers, no engineers. Um, and so early on, they saw that that would probably be a good fit for me. And so they, they suggested that to me as, as a possibility, but just constantly thinking about it, uh, especially when you're in high school, you know, um, and you're trying to decide what you want to go into college and what you want your major to be thinking about it there, uh, and investigating, seeing what engineers do, talking to some, I did that. Can you talk to some of the goals you set for yourself while attending high school? 
uh, or even in college that might have led you to, to earning your degree in engineering? Sure. I think what I'll say first is that, you know, if you want to set a goal for yourself, set a big one, set something that is going to challenge you and something that you want to achieve that's, you know, kind of big and, and feels a little daunting, but then set smaller ones to get you there. And that's always what I did. If I wanted to go to a good college university and get an engineering degree, you know, first I had to get good grades in high school. And to do that, I had to get good grades in individual classes. And to do that, I had to get good grades on tests, say. And so everything that you do, every opportunity that you have, you know, taking full advantage of that and doing it to the fullest extent that you can and to the best of your ability is how you achieve those goals in my mind. Goals are achieved in the little things, not the big things, the everyday stuff. Uh, and so my mentality through high school and college was always, you know, do the best I can today and do that every day. And then in the long term, I'll get to where I want to go. I love that. Uh, breaking it down so that it's not insurmountable, right? Um, how did you go about planning the roadmap to achieve your goals? I, I know that you, you broke it down into, you know, or having this big goal, right? Think big, but start small. How did you go about deciding what to break down and how to break down the work so that it, you know, you could achieve, achieve it and achieve uh, well, good results? I mean, I guess it depends on what your goal is. Uh, so if, if your goal is something as large, big over time as getting a degree, then you almost have to break it down, right? You don't just wake up one day and say, today I'm going to get my degree. It doesn't work like that. So anything that I couldn't do immediately or within a couple of days, I try to break down. And that continues even into work now. Uh, if I'm giving a, given a task and the due date is six months from now, you know, I'm not going to get all of that done today or this week or this month. And so you have to break it down so that you stay diligent and consistent with it um, and to discipline yourself as well. Because the wrong thing to do would be procrastinate a big goal and then think you can do it in a month, say, when it, when you have six months and then you wait until the end of that fifth month and you realize, wait, I, I can't do it in time. Break it down early so that you know how many steps there are and then start immediately. I agree. Uh, that seems like a very good plan. Now, you talked about, um, you know, consulting with your parents and, and I think you probably also consulting with counselors at school. Uh, can you talk about maybe some discussions that you might have had with your counselors and how they might have led you to resources to talk to others or other professionals in, in career fields that you were interested in? Yeah, so I think like most high schools, um, we had a, a program, um, maybe not so much a program, just part of the, the curriculum as you go through where they have you sit down and think about your career and what you want to do after school. Um, give you some options, say, and uh, allow you to explore those and talk to people. My parents knew some engineers from when they were in school, so I talked to them when I was curious, especially about which type of engineering. But I think it, it was it was almost a little bit of the uh, engineering cliche that if you're good at math and you're good at science, then maybe that's a possibility for you that started me on that path and it worked out for me. But I know like for 
deciding which discipline of engineering. I did a lot of digging on that. And so how did you go about doing that? Did you go online? Did you talk to, say, other electrical engineers? Did you, you know, take a seminar or a webinar online that might have helped you make your decisions along the way? Um, yeah, I did some online, some uh, digging around like that and, and reading about what different engineers do in their, in their daily work. Um, one big thing I did with my parents was uh, tour universities early, like as early as after my freshman year of high school. And it wasn't so much for trying to decide which school I wanted to go to that early. It was more so that when you're walking around with the tour guides and, you know, if you go visit an engineering school, say, they'll give you an engineering student ambassador to ask questions. And I would ask those kinds of questions of that person. Like, what type of engineer are you? Why did you choose that? What is it that you do? What do you want to do after school when you're working? Those kinds of questions. And slowly, I just made up my mind that um, electrical and computer was going to be the way I wanted to go. That's excellent. I agree that one has to do their own investigative work, right? I mean, there are counselors out there. You have your parents to help you out as well. Mentors, you know, potentially mentors can help you out. But one has to do their own investigative work to figure out where your your interests lie and and dig uh, deep. Deep, take a deep dive into finding out more information because I truly believe that the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. Ensure that they're, you know, thinking big, but also planning the smaller uh, tasks that need to be done in order to get to that end goal. I tell this to uh, high school students and early college students as, as much as I get the opportunity. Take advantage of every opportunity that you have unless it's going to hinder your ability to fulfill a responsibility that you've already given yourself. So for example, if you're in your first year of college and an opportunity to, to be on the board of a club comes along and you're not that keen on it, you're not terribly excited about it, but maybe it's a good opportunity for you and you have the time, do it. Definitely do it. If you're in high school and you can join an extra group or an extra uh, extracurricular or sport and you have the time, you, you, you're not going to pull back from previous commitments by joining, then do it. Take advantage of, of all of those opportunities because you never know where there's a, those opportunities are going to lead you. And in my experience, it's some of the most, what I thought at the time were insignificant uh, opportunities and responsibilities that led me to the most significant inflection points of my life um, so far. And honestly, that's also continued at work. Assignments, stretch assignments that you you wouldn't expect to um, result in some grand thing end up opening doors for you that lead you to the thing that you love. Um, it seems to work that way for me and for other people that I know. Uh, and as long as you're not going back on your previous responsibilities, then it can't really hurt, right? Right. I love that. I love that, uh, you know, don't always look for the shiny object, right? Always try and see if you have a diamond in the rough that you can polish yourself and take it from there and 
uh, find that opportunity to to find something that probably didn't know you liked doing. Um, I love that. I love that input. Grant, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you talking to our audience and providing your uh, perspective on how to stay focused on your education, help get help from others, and and do uh, the diligent work that you need to do for finding out what your you know your passions are, and that may lead you to uh, a career that you probably didn't didn't know that you, you could do. Absolutely, um, and I certainly didn't know that I would end up where I did, um, but I'm happy that I did. I, I can't imagine doing anything else. And I love every day and every minute of work. I love it. I love that enthusiasm. Thank you so much. Grant, You're welcome. For your time. Thank you. In closing, here's an inspiring quote. If you don't know where you are going, you will probably end up somewhere else. Said by Lawrence J. Peter. Thanks to my guest, Grant Hoover. Thanks to Kirk Krause for graphics design. Thanks to Roger Coe for endless reviews and encouragement. And thanks to Joe Always. If you like Keys to the Future, please share it with your friends and let them know they can subscribe to Keys to the Future on Anchor Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. I would love to hear what other questions you have so I can plan for future episodes. Thank you for listening. I'm Gabby Coe, and I'll be back next week with another episode of Keys to the Future.